As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, welcome to the Sense of Gravity podcast. I'm Karen Movares, and today's episode is very special because it is part of the Dublin Learning City Festival, which this year is taking place virtually from the 22nd to the 24th of March 2021 with over 200 fantastic free events to celebrate and promote learning for all through fun and creative events. The aim of the Learning City initiative is to ensure that education and learning is accessible for all citizens of Dublin in traditional and non-traditional settings. Dublin was established as a learning city as defined by the UNESCO in 2018 in collaboration with Dublin City Council and other educational and community stakeholders. Dublin City Learning aims to deliver and coordinate the program's concept across Dublin City, including Dublin City Learning Festival, promoting learning for all. The initiative also aims to revitalize learning within families and communities and enable effective learning for the workplace, create a vibrant culture of learning and most importantly enhance the quality of learning opportunities available in the city as this podcast sense of gravity does. The um, festival will feature a wide range of workshops, webinars, talks and many other activities for attendees to enjoy. You can be part of the festival and share your pictures and comment using Hashtag DLC Festival 2021. Maybe by sharing a screenshot of this episode. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. And you can find out more about this. Um, www.dublinlearningcity.ie In this episode, we are going to talk with Christian Rueda, Marketing Director of Jaicon, who has over eight years working in the study and travel industry, leading remote things across the world, and convinced that education is the best way to solve most of the problems our, con our countries and world face today. Designing and developing cloud architecture for JICOS and its umbrella sites like IrlandaJa.com, AlemaniaJa.com, Focusing on brand awareness and customer digital experience 
involved in launching marketing and multimedia campaigns to promote countries like Ireland, Canada, and United Kingdom as premium studied abroad destination as just part of the job uh, that Christian has been doing along his career. So let's now wait more and let's start to talk to Christian Rueda. Welcome to the Sense of Ground with Christian. How are you today? Hello, Karen. Thanks for having me. I'm pretty good. Thank you. Oh, I'm very excited because I'm totally sure we're going to learn a lot from you as I have been doing during all the time that we have been working together. So I said that as one introduction about you, but of course, I would like to know and people know about you from your own voice. So what did you do? Um, well, I'm in charge of the of the marketing department at Yikos, all right? Um, if, if some of you doesn't know about Yikos, uh, we, we basically help students or people who want to study abroad and uh, we look after all the visa, accommodation, um, college application. Um, we offer a very comprehensive all-in-one service. So I'm in, I'm in charge of designing all the marketing campaigns and uh, also um, everything that is related to with the with the platform, the web design. There's a lot of, I'm wearing a lot of hats within within the, the company, but mainly I would say it's more about Jaikos and um, the, marketing, the marketing department mainly. Okay, well, that's very interesting because through the whole path that we have together, I have seen that you made a, a lot of things and you know about a lot of things. So that's why I wanted to know, like, which one was your degree or the, how did you started, you know, to learn about all of this stuff? Well, um, that's a good question. I graduated from economics back in 20, 2010. Okay. And um, back then, uh, the situation in my country wasn't the best. So um, my now wife and I, Adriana, didn't see like a lot of uh, future, a lot of prospect on my country, on our country. So we decided to take the adventure and uh, move abroad to improve our English. At the beginning, uh, she wanted to go to Spain. I wanted to go to Switzerland. But all in all, I mean, the, the country that had the more opportunities for us was Ireland back then. So, and that's it. That's how we moved to Ireland back in 2010. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And I say that for all people that moved in that time, I, they were like kind of visionary because um, a lot of people might say, no, no, this country is going to be okay. Ever since it's going to... Uh, can be changed and all the stuff but nothing happened it got worse so i i just would like to know like how was uh when you arrived to island so how you found it well um that's a good question but then um it was very very unknown uh, for international students to go there aside from brazilians all right because they they've been um going to islands for the last now 30 years or so but back then there were a very little latin community let's say uh, people from from venezuela and so on and um we saw um a very friendly country um full of opportunities and uh back then i remember uh, i studied in a, in a language school and back then i was uh, looking for a job but then um I have some sort of problem with the company that I hired, the services that I hired to go to Ireland because my visa, uh, I had a lot of issues with my visa, with my visa, sorry. I had, I mean, and then just to, to long story short, uh, we saw an opportunity. We, we, we built an opportunity upon this problem, you know, because I struggle a lot with my visa. And I said to myself, well, it could be a good idea to explain people to uh, how to avoid 
this sort of situation. So that's how we started. Yeah. Okay, that's very good because yeah, uh, it was very complicated for all us that wasn't you know very clear how to study abroad and all this stuff. So I was wondering, like from that time, I started like a, a long distance job, or you were you know studying all the environment and see how to get this done, or from the first time that you decide to do it, you said no, this has to be long distance work. You know, I don't have to have an office in any country to get this job done um well the main challenge we had is like our customer wasn't i mean most of our customers were a long way from us they were in venezuela they were in chile they were in mexico Argentina and Colombia. And our team, we had a small office back in um, around Grafton Street in, in, in Dublin, uh, Dublin city center. And uh, we were at the beginning, my wife and I, and then we grew up to be like three, five. The five of us were there, you know, physically there. And um, we started to realize that our customers needed, needed a better service. So part of our strategy was like, uh, well, we need to open an office in Spain. And then we moved to Spain and our team the five people, you know, they, they, they were there in Dublin. And then this is how this is how all it started. I mean, it was something that we took the risk because for most of our team members, it was like, what? Are you leaving us here? Just like you dumping <laughs> us or what? I mean, it, I mean, yeah, it was very hard because we tried to explain to them there was an expansion, but maybe for them it was like, no, 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 no. You're just leaving us, you know, you know, this, this is not going to work anymore. And uh we keep working in, in from Spain at that moment and managing the team in Dublin. And then it worked. It, it certainly worked. I mean, we, we had to put in place a, like a lot of procedures, a lot of... Um, back then, I think it was 2014, I think so, seven years ago. There, were, there, there wasn't a lot of um, digital tools like right now, let's say, Azana or Basecamp or and any of those. Um, neither to say um, Slack, you know. We did great, and then we, we kept up going, and then we moved um, to Chile, um, making the distance a bit farther. And yeah. then <laughs> some of our team members, they just um, left the team, which was a bummer. You know, most of them felt like um, they needed to have another new, new challenges. Um, we saw a big opportunity in this um, remote working because um, it, it could give our team a lot of freedom, uh, and then we hired someone in, in Mexico who's still working with us, like a sole sole operator back there back there in, in Mexico. We have someone in Venezuela, and uh, I think the key um, to our success or, or our relative success is the sense of, of um, trust, transparency. You know, is we try to be as transparent as possible. We try to put our um, to be very clear to our team, like the main thing is like the customer, you know, the customer is the most important thing and whatever you might need to, to help the customer, you, you will get it, you know? So, and maybe Karen, I'm, I'm going a bit, I'm moving a bit um, forward, but I think it all started with the hiring process. I'm pretty sure we, we will talk about it later on about the hiring process, how, how this all started. Yes, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because you know what? I was talking about a few days with a friend that we have in common and she used mm -hmm. to work with you. And also uh, 
uh, I remember that once you told me about Claudio that he returned to work with you. So I said, you have to have something very important. And as I have been also working with you, I am in love and I, and I told you, I wanted that all my, 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 my boss and my managers would be like you because you give the opportunity to create, to be independent. And talking with she told me, oh, she was asking me about how things are going and all this stuff. So what I see in both is that people want to return to work with you and uh, with the team. So, and they feel very comfortable, not only because of the flexibility of being on remote, on setting our own schedule and all this stuff. But uh, how do you do it? Is my question in here. <laughs> um, well, that's a good one. I mean, we try, I mean, since the very beginning, we try to have like that vision of non-hierarchical um, corporate strategy or corporate um, organization. It's more like a, a very, we try to be as flat as possible. We try to remove this, this that sense of managers and, um, uh, you know, like a boss, or things like that. I mean, if you work with me, you know, I, I don't think comfortable feeling like I'm the boss, you know. We were working together in this. So this is not me telling you what you have to do. This is me asking you, what do you think is better for us to achieve our goal? And I think that people feel valued, you know, like, you know, we, I want to hear uh, what people have in mind because it gets very boring for me telling people what to do. Maybe it's something that I don't like people telling me what to do because, you know, in the end, they, this is a way, this, this is not fun. You know, like if, if you get people to tell you what to do all the time, it is very easy to get burnt out and get to be, uh, to be very lazy, you know, to just wait for someone to tell you what to do if they, and, if they, and if they don't tell you what to do you pretty much could feel comfortable and say well you didn't tell me what to do so it's more like um, um being, being transparent with with our goal you know the most important thing is the customers and the second most important thing is you within the company because you have to have all the knowledge all the tools and all the skills that you need to fulfill your goal and mostly it's, it's about that, you know, we're friends. And this is something that that we can feel when we are working. And it's pretty good that you say that you don't say people what to do. You just let them know what's the situation and let the creativity come on. And this is very important for uh, managers and for teamwork because the knowledge is created in that interaction from your parts and also from the colleagues because they have another perspective. They also mm -hmm. have a lot of, you know, friends or they are looking at some other stuff that one person cannot do at all. So for me, that's like a, one of the key of the thing that we have at Jaikos because it's um, very interesting, you know, how we can all participate in the success of the company. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with you and I appreciate your your feedback. I mean... Uh, I think, but again, it's not easy. You know, it's it's easy. It's easier saying than done than that getting it done because it has to do with people' personality. It has people have to feel comfortable taking risk and working working with us is very risky because if you mess if you mess it up because we leave you in a position maybe that you can take the the wrong decision. Uh, people, most people, is not comfortable. So maybe you have um. Uh, being in situations where the out outcome of your decision is not the best. But my, my, my work there is just to support you, you know, to say, well, I mean, um, in, in other words, I could have done it myself better than you. You know, I would mess that up. And I'm glad that you made it because now we learn from that. So again, it all comes down to hiring the right people that would feel comfortable in an environment that, number one, um, there's no physical interaction, you know, there's no 
Um, I remember when we started in Dublin, from time to time, let's say when some that typical um, corporate um, interactions or social uh, situations where someone's birthday and uh, we can go to have dinner, you know, and we, we have mm-hmm. a, glass, a glass of wine and a beer and then we talk and we get to know each other. But, but, but 100% remotely, that's not possible, which is a shame, you know, because uh, yeah. I, I would love to, to share, to spend some time with you because uh, working with you all these, all these years, you know, we have built a strong relationship, you know, where you have uh, a lot of, um, how to explain it in English, but I mean, you can say you, you can tell <laughs> you me like, it in, in Spanish and yeah. we try to translate it. <laughs> some sort of confianza, you know, like feeling comfortable that you can say to me jokes and things like that, and I can tell the same to you. And uh, um, and to be honest, I, I, I mean, I've been to Europe, I think, two times, and I wanted to go to Dublin, but things didn't work out for me. But I mean, it's it's on the it's on the bucket list. I have to to go back to Dublin and get to to share some time with you because yeah, for yeah. sure, mm-hmm. probably I might go to Toronto and yeah. I'm just yeah. you're gonna love it here. You're gonna love this, this this city. But again, it's sad, you know, you're missing that opportunity, and you have to. Communication is very messy. This is something that I tell. I'm pretty sure I've, I, I told you at the very beginning, like week one, and I told to everyone. It's very easy if you, um, if you, um, I don't know how to say it. Um, if you have some sort of miscommunication with your partner, with your parents, with your brother, I mean, it's normal. So now, can you imagine having some sort of a miscommunication or problem communication problem with me? It's totally normal. So this is going to happen. The important thing is like to have like um these um to be like think for a second and um try to you know remove all the noise from the communication maybe you're having a bad day maybe i'm ha- am i having a bad day maybe it's the, the pandemic maybe it's something you know it's like trying to stick to the very um objective of our or, or our goal you know what i mean and i mean with you it's it's worked it's worked fantastic you know maybe you're having a, a bad day and you have the confidence to tell me you know it's i mean i've been very busy this time uh, I don't know, my partner needed some help. I couldn't do it like today. And this is something very important, you know, like um, having you, life happens, you know, in the end, life happens. Yeah. And people get married, people get pregnant, people get sick, people get, you know, um, get infected with COVID. All those things happen. And um, the most important thing is, is that you or whatever people is working at Yikos is okay, right? And I remember once, just to, to just to close this situation, that it was it was a very hard one. Okay. I won't say names and things like that, but I remember one of our um, team members. Um, uh, she had some sort of um, psychological problems, you know. He had um, okay. she she broke down, um, some sort of depression uh, back in, uh, um, in their country, and I think she was only two months starting with us, you know. And okay. she came to me like, well, look, I'm feeling well, and um, I don't think I can continue on you know and i said to her well the most important thing is that you can go to your doctor you know you can get assessed is is it and um is it something like this is going to be long term or is it something like what do you think you're going to take in a month or two months and then she said to me like well i don't know um this could take like um, six months or i don't know and this was something like i tried at that time to to work it out and say to her well i mean let's be honest i mean you i mean the most important thing is you but at the same time the, the position is, you know, we need to replace the position and we need to, you know, we need to have a strategy for this, you know. And apparently yeah. she was she was very, she was bad, you know. She was in a very bad situation that she couldn't help us to, to design any strategy at all. And that's that's part of the risk. Someone hasn't gotten, like, the level of commitment or someone has, you know, 
the, the worst case scenario, some health issues, you have to you have to move on. You know, there's, there's no hard feelings. I mean, she did what was better for her. And I totally accept that. Maybe I would have done the same. Maybe not. It's something like the most important thing is like that. Like she's OK. She was OK. And whatever happened to the company, we think long term and the company will be all right. This is the most important thing, yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, well, thank you for sharing that because I've been working with you all this year and I didn't know, so so you guys, mm -hmm. so this is how the, the, I don't know, the communications and the respect for that, you know, information that you have about other colleagues, you manage. So these things are important. I also think that, um, for example, the emails that you send us about, you know, when I have one year working with you, Or Karen, this is a new and a new season. Let's start it with all this energy and all this stuff. I feel that you, you know, you trust and believe me. So I think it's another good strategy to implement to keep people motivated. You know, to be honest on those emails that people send it. And I'm totally sure because I remember I have seen email for the whole team and email for me specifically. So it was very interesting how you do it to make us, you know, fall in love with the job and keep interested in doing it. So what's the theory? <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say there's, there's no theory, you know, it's about, it's the passion about your work, Karen, to be honest. Um, I remember um, I saw an interview with Steve Jobs like, uh, I don't know, a long time ago. And he would say like uh, um, running a, a position in a company where you have a lot of pressure and um, uh, you have a lot of responsibility. You, you have to have something like um, like um, a loose knot in your head, you know, like you, you shouldn't be like a totally sane because losing, I mean, if, if the company goes, um, goes wrong or goes broke, it's like you're losing like um, a relative, you know. So you have to be very passionate to go through all those situations. So, I mean, I try to share that passion because if, if, if we do things well, it's good, it's good for everyone, you know. Um, I remember um, the first time out of nothing when I, um, one day one of our students, it was on my birthday in, in Dublin and, and he was, he didn't speak any English at all. He needed some help to get his visa arranged and um, I just went, went along with him to the, to the Berkey. And um, it was that, you know, it's that passion. And uh, and I wouldn't say to him, like, uh, what's what's my rank in the company? Or it wasn't my birthday. We just had a great time. And that was it, you know. And I always remember that birthday, like, the day I helped that guy. And that was my, in some way, my birthday um, <laughs> present, you know. Like, helping, help, yeah, helping other people. And, and that's it. <laughs> Trying to share that sense of, you know, this is something cool. At least I don't find it boring because every single day something new happens. Something comes out of the blue. And um, try to share that, you know, and especially I think and I believe that remote team members, they need it. You, you need to feel that I'm there, you know, whether it's WhatsApp, whether it's like um, email or whatever. You, I need you to understand or any of you to understand that you that I'm there, you know, not as a boss, but as a friend, you know, and, and if that confidence, I think um, that trust level of trust build that great relationship. Yeah, for sure. I'm really sure. And um, as you said, um, well, we will have to meet some day and yeah. have a point. Yeah, we will. <laughs> 
Uh, well, obviously we have passed this, but I would like to be more specific about the difficulty and is about establishing a remote le leadership in the team works and also in community because he has created a very good community with the company and made the customers come back and refer uh, another friends to come over and get the service. So I think it's very important and we have to learn also about that with you. So tell me how is the easy and, and the difficulty of all of this? Um, I think it all comes down to to be to put yourself in the customers in our case the student situation, which is the easiest part if you have um, gone through their 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 footsteps. When I used to live and and I went to Dublin to study English, it was easier for me to connect with them. And also, a uh, part of our strategy was to um, hire or. Uh, get people in our team that were students as well that was easy to transmit that thing all the uh, anxieties anxieties and all the problems that they might have they could feel like they've been listened and cared about but the difficult part is like when you can no longer relate to their problems you have to work very very hard to to um to relate to get closer to them Maybe me, maybe myself, I can be like a very, very committed to that. But it's, it's, it would be difficult for you, Karen, for instance, to help someone who's traveling to China. And you've done a great, 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 great job. I got to be honest, helping students, helping students in Berlin, helping students in many, 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 New Zealand, a lot of places. And this is something that is very, very valuable, you know. And so it's easier when you explain the goals very well. And the difficult part is when when, when you enter in the uncharted territory when um, you don't know what to do. You know, you have to find the right answers. And this is something that you have lived yourself working with us. Like nobody knows what to do. It's just about yeah. just giving it a try, our best guess. As long as we care about the, the the student out there, the the perception will be very positive. You know, like well, it doesn't matter if it's a pandemic or not. The students feel that being um, cared about, and I, I think that that's that's my perspective. You know, we just to to to, to finish that up or to end up in a nutshell. At the beginning, we were very into investing in marketing and marketing campaigns and things like that. When then we realize it's about at least in our industry, you know, mm -hmm. uh, about taking care of the students. It doesn't matter um, because you've, you have lived that yourself as well. The, the students go through a lot of stages on their trips. Sometimes they are very anxious, you know, when when the day they're traveling and maybe they're very tired and they're very nervous and the, their level of communication, their level of um, their emotions, their emotions are very stirred up. So um, we have to be at the same time like a some sort of um, shrink where you have to anticipate yourself for, to, for those emotions and uh, the next day things will be cooler and uh, the students will feel like all oh, right sorry i was i was very tired yesterday sorry if i did this or this and that so in the end it's not it's not taking things like um personally and um looking after the students so our community is based on um satisfying the student needs sometimes those needs are in our book sometimes they are not and sometimes we have to adapt to those and uh, it's very very easy to get obsolete nowadays but it's it's all about um our customers yeah okay well thank you for bringing that to the table because this is something that i was talking a few days ago that i have some uh, friends that are working now in remote mode at home and they they are getting anxious and they are getting 
very, I don't know, stressed out because mm -hmm. they feel that the work doesn't finish. Like they're yes. even though they have a schedule, they are still have to answer an email after the time finish and answer these. And what I recapped from what you said is that uh, how to establish, you know, a limit and don't get all these circumstances to your house and or to your free time and get stressed out with that. What did you recommend for this kind of situation that are happening now? Well, it all depends, you know. In, in, in my position, it is very hard because I have to deal with a lot of situations, you know, like a 360 bird eye view of, of, of the whole thing. What I try to do is like um, to disconnect myself is, um, I wouldn't say meditation, but it's something about that I've learned that that positive attitude that if you, if you do things right, or if you do things well, everything is going to be right. Even if things go wrong, uh, you can rest assured that, you know, you did your best, you know. It's not about, like, um, uh, biting your nails and start, you know, thinking and wrapping your mind about the, what is going to happen. You know, what is going to happen will happen. I remember yeah. um, we were launching, a, um, I think it was, like, um, a draw or something like that on social media. And the, the person who was in charge of, of launching the, the terms and conditions made a mistake. And two people won at, that, at, the, same, at the very same moment. And it was very, oh very and I think it was like a Saturday or something like that, you know, and um, I had to, to deal with that, you know, to talk with the customers, you know, to find a solution. And it's very hard, you know, you have to yeah. focus yourself and put your energies in the things that need you the most. Otherwise, you, 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 you'll get crazy, you know. That's why we try to put like a um, very limit, I mean, the, the responsibilities that you have to do you know and, and, this, and if this is something that you're like um you feel overwhelmed you can come to me and say look i don't know what to do with this you know this is even is very um it's very difficult to deal with and this is something that happened from time to time and you you've seen it yourself <laughs> and then it comes down to me you know and um I'll deal with that. It's about, it's about, yeah, a positive attitude. You know, you, you just press the things in the back of your mind. And uh, when, when, when answers come, you have to be there to, to get those answers. Yeah. Well, what I learned with you was that to respect that schedule, like Karen, work with this, this is the time, uh, try to, you know, avoid answer this and that. Because otherwise you get overwhelmed and stress out. And then when you come back, you want to do it as well, because you didn't renew that energy to yourself so guys respect your schedule yeah and um, sorry if i'm interrupting you karen i mean you're very right you know because one of the things that i value the most is my time spending quality time with my wife quality time with my son or quality time with myself and i believe that yourself is the same you know and i don't want you to skip a meal because of something you have to do at the very last minute you know if there's something like we have to do like a very last minute thing i'd rather doing it myself than putting you in a situation like hey karen what are you doing well i'm just going home oh can you go back to the office and do this and this and that oh or can you do this and this and this and that this is something that i wouldn't feel comfortable myself if someone comes to me like uh, out of the blue hey chris how are you doing uh, can you call these five uh, person these five people and explain to them this and this and that and asking them this and this and that uh, And, you know, if, if, if I had a boss and he would tell something to me, um, I, would, I would feel like I'm very bad, you know, because I would, in, in, the, in the back of my mind, I would say, no, I don't want to do that, to be honest, you know, <laughs> I just, you know, just want to have a glass of wine with my partner, you know, and enjoy my night. But then you end up doing that and the, the, the relationships start to, you know, to, to break down the relationships start to get um, jeopardized. So this is, this is one of the things that I, you're right. I'm always telling you like respect your time, respect your schedule. I mean, whatever 
whatever you have to do first, do it first, prioritize. And then, you know, you're very good at that. This is not something that we teach you. This is not something that we teach at the ICOS, you know, we just, we just try, if we have to do some, um, some tasks, we just try to put our energy in the most important ones. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, managers and leaders of the world, please also respect employees dying and trying, yes. you know, to minimize this, this situation because it's, yeah, people is getting sick and it's mental health, yes. which is more important and people... Uh, who has a patient at home that suffer from mental health, they know that it's not something that you can uh, uh, fix easily. Mm -hmm. So care yourself very well because it's very hard. Um, one last thing, Karen. I think um, if I think um, about it, it's about, it's about that long-term um, uh, mindset that we have, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. should we put in risk one of our team members because we have to um, uh, do more profit this quarter? Do we have to, I mean, put in risk um, Karen's uh, mental health or someone else's mental health because we have to sell more courses in this month? This is something that we are very clear. No, the most important thing is the long term. And the long term is is having um, the best of us every single day, you know. Yeah, for sure. So we, I, this is so interesting because we have been talking about a lot of things and I don't have to touch all the questions that I, I have <laughs> because we actually talk about it. So which one are the tools for an efficient leadership at work and also a community? Well, that's a good question and it's a very tough one because um, you've noticed, you know, with all this digital transformation uh, age that we're living in, to every single day there are different tools you know and um, every team and every project and every environment has different tools um, you I mean you, you probably have experienced yourself we're constantly experimenting with different tools and, and, and I'm laughing because it's laughable you know like hey but what, what are you talking about this new tool if you haven't uh, tried this other one it's, it's just basically we try to um, to stay relevant you know we experiment with Slack with Slack five years ago or a very long time ago and uh, we experiment with uh, different CRMs I mean during these 10 years so I think we've changed to seven CRMs things like that <laughs> and uh, we try to create our own CRM in, in, on premises but I mean nowadays it all comes down to emails even though it's a very um, old school that to be honest we're we're looking for ways to to um, avoid using emails and, and use more Slack Basecamp or more modern tools Because in the end, it's about accountability. This is the right work, you know. You have yeah. some things to do, and uh, you, there has to be some sort of proof that you did it. It doesn't mind if Christian, Christian or Adriana or someone else saw you doing it. As long as it, if it's done, you're free to do it. I mean, from Dublin, from Berlin, from Mallorca, from whatever, you know. But um, it's hard to tell, you know. It's hard to tell you about tools. I mean, again, if we use Slack, uh, we've used... Um, Asana. Yeah, 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 Asana, yeah. Mostly the, these two, you know, but we don't know which one we're going to, to use or implement once this pandemic is has is finished and all the borders are open you know yeah for sure but what i think or oh, what i can't recover from this is that you uh, don't get there with a, an app or with a tool just keep trying and looking you know the best uh, for yourself and for what you're doing because sometimes people think that oh because i made the huge investment in this mm -hmm. software i have to make it work so or for example if you contract somebody to design you something because i know you also work on um, 
back from or from desk yes. something like that like you you work all about the website and all this kind of stuff if you contract somebody to make you um software or something okay yes made them to adapt to your needs and to the change that you're living but if you are using these kind of apps like slap asana or crm that you can get um a contract per month uh, just try to adapt to what you're are needing at the moment and if it doesn't work uh, move on to another one because as you say technology is uh, changing every day so we can get the best of it yeah yeah i totally i totally agree with you uh, i think we, we are using um hubspot crm just giving it a try and again i mean it's, it's about new tendencies it's about what is what is more um, relevant for the customers mainly yeah for sure which one are the difference between the difference leading maintenance at work and uh, an online community yeah i think um there are many um but if you ask me for one is that Lacking that physical interaction, you know, that eye-to-eye uh, contact that you can, I mean, it's invaluable. You know, if you're talking just with someone about something um, face-to-face, it's invaluable, you know. You know, you can see if they're catching your idea, you can see whatever is happening there. And this is something that it's, it's very important, you know. That's why having the right communication um, tools like nowadays with Zoom or Um, Google Hangout and all those things. I think that's the more that's the most important, most difficult thing, you know. Communication, you know. Sometimes, uh, I mean, uh, if you're in a in an on-premises or an on office environment, and it's easy to, for you to get the elevator, go to an office, knock a door, and uh, hey, sorry, I'm interrupting you. I need you to do this and this and that, um, or you know, things like that. Otherwise, if you call someone and, and they are caught up in a in a meeting or they're caught up in a traffic jam or whatever, it is difficult, you know, it's difficult. And it's one of the most important things to deal with, like uh, uh, communication skills, communication tools and uh, time management. Yeah, for sure. And uh, thank you for that. And um, for um, online community, what do you think? Well, I mean, the online community, is, it's, it has to do, it will, it will all gravitate up oh, towards um, social media, you know, And uh, having the ability to manage all those channels, like whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook or YouTube or, you know, LinkedIn and, and to cater to the needs of that audience. That's very, very, very hard, you know, because um, you have to recognize where your customers live, what are your customers need on those platforms, you know, and to keep them, keeping them, in, them engaged is very, very hard. Nowadays, uh, keeping them there, keeping their attention is very, very difficult. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 I know that. But uh, I think you have done a prayer because they come back or they, I, I've been texting you. I have uh, people that, oh, uh, how can I do to come back? How can I do to do this? And they wanted to do it through uh, the agency, which is amazing because it's people who already have the experience. They want to go to another country. And I, I seen it as, as well because, oh, Karen, this uh, a student went to Australia and now wants to go to island or this is the sister of someone who already have been with us it's amazing like what you have done in leading that community yeah i think it's it all comes down to transparency uh, things that what were and trust of course you know the same way um i talk to you you know like to try to be transparent and say to you i mean just take your time respect your time You know, I'm not your boss, you know. Uh, with them, it's the same. We're not selling you a course, you know. We, I'm not a salesperson. I'm 
just a guy to one who wants to help you out with, with with whatever goals you might need. And in the end, um, the main reward we have is more than the commission or more than the um, the profit. It's that you can go out and say, well, you know, you can trust this guy. This guy helped me out doing whatever I wanted to do. He's going to Australia, to Canada or whatever. So uh, I made it. You know, I just graduated. I just got my uh, residence. I just improved my English, you know, something that they can feel that they um, have achieved and um, that maybe without our help, it will be difficult or maybe out of their hands, you know. So it, it, it's about that. Okay, well, thank you for, for that. We are learning so much. And as of we are learning here in Sense of Rabbit podcast, we uh, help each other by sharing knowledge, hacks, tools, and stories about how to create and put in play our projects and develop our sense of gravity. So we already know your story, your experience, and uh, all how good you have been doing. But we also would like to know uh, what are you inspired by or how do you feed your creativity? Well, I mean... Uh, I like to try different different things, you know. I try to play guitar, um, play piano, try to learn some uh, new things, you know. Oh, I didn't I, know that. Yeah, I try to to cook, you know. Um, I remember I, I had a hard time when I arrived here here in Canada, uh, adapting myself to the weather and uh, all these really really hardcore um, um, job problems. And uh, I start cooking, you know, like cooking like really really good food and uh watching my wife like uh, she was happy and i was like well i mean this is something that lift, <laughs> lift lift me up in some way you know but yeah trying different things you know trying to uh to be honest you know uh you know I, I just a long time ago like three years ago or so i just got stuck reading like a lot of management books you know and and all about business books and looking for new business strategies and things like that but over time i just i, I just said to myself i just i just read enough I just like to have to trust myself, you know, and uh, think, see how things go. Uh, so stop being a nerd when it comes to the management and all those things. And um, to be honest, I'm watching a lot of YouTube, um, okay. very old interviews uh, about people that are very successful now, like uh, putting things in perspective, you know, like I remember I found like a very interesting lecture from mark zuckerberg on youtube it was like um 2004 just you, uh, facebook was just starting and then uh, he was giving he was invited to to give a lecture at, at harvard uh and um his perspective was, was fascinating you know and i learned a lot about the way he thought things started the way I mean, he couldn't even imagine how, how big facebook would come at that stage and but yeah this is something what i do you know like um Try to you look look back, you know. I'm starting to look things back, look uh, in the past, how things were, trying to find some patterns, you know, and uh, trying to connect the dots, you know, because and there's a lot of uncertainty nowadays and um, see how these very successful people, they um, they solve their, their problems, you know. They, 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 they created the future. This is... This is This is something that I've, I was I've been into lately. Also, some Netflix uh, abstract. Uh, there is uh, there is one show. Oh, I love that really one. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Documentaries and um, yeah, yeah. That's very cool because uh, something that you have said is that trust in your instinct. And this is something that, like, for example, it had happened to me. I, I was working with 
like the whole last year with the charity, the Venezuelan community in Ireland. And they, we have to do experience events like for, for Christmas. Let's send a box with, you know, for Christmas, we used to do a, a Christmas market where people can get the experience of having the food and listen to music and do this. And I said, okay, let's make like a crazy hour or hora loca, how we call it. <laughs> And send these to people and buy the ticket to make to make a party online, but they can have the experience. They're gonna have something, yeah. and nobody nobody uh, support this idea. And then uh, at the end of last year, I saw a company doing this for business. So they were oh. contracting <laughs> all my friends that do, like for example, Laura that she does calligraphy. And she does uh, cards for wedding and all these invitations and all this stuff. And also she has a, a workshop. So they were contracting her to do so. <laughs> and another friend, and I say, oh my God, I saw this. <laughs> Why nobody <laughs> But it was also that I didn't trust in my instinct and I didn't put, you know, the effort to uh, overturn the team and say, let's do it. Because it's, it's true what you say. And sometimes we just have to leave the books on the side. It's not that it's bad, but when you have already some knowledge and some experience, you yeah. also need to put that information in play how I say it and, and trust what you're seeing and your ideas. I know, and I agree with you. You know, I think that... Um, my best recommendation would be like get things done you know to stop thinking about what could happen and doing it yourself this is something that that's why i want to go back to the past you know to the roots because when i started um even before i, I left my country I, I i tried to to run businesses in my country i tried to keep moving you know i had a lot of energy i have less energy but still have some energy but it's about uh, getting things done you know having fun getting things done and, and never be afraid that if things doesn't go as well as you thought the knowledge you get, the experience you get, it's something that could be helpful down the road. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I'm reading now a book that is called uh, Still Like an Artist. And the first recommendation that the author said is Austin, Austin I think. Mm -hmm. And he said, read and enjoy everything. Look all over and things that you maybe might don't like. And this is something that I I <laughs> I do since I don't know I have 15 years old. Like I always am looking what people you know different stuff. Maybe Chinese, maybe uh, Italian, maybe a problem of food. And from that, I got us, um, my ideas to create events or do different activities at work, and they 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 work. So. This is also that I said, you know, look at different points so you can feed your creativity and then condense and create your own art in this case. <laughs> I totally agree with you, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. So we already talked about tools or apps to organize, you know, teamwork and, and community. But I wanted to know how do you organize yourself? And if you do a specific ad, uh, app like Google Calendar or something, you know, that suits to you? Yeah, um, I think my number one is Evernote. Um, okay. Yeah, that's the one that I use the most. And um, now that I have like um, very little time to read and things like that, I'm using an app called 12 Minutes App. Uh, for audiobooks. Um, what else? What else? Of course, Slack. Um, I'm just watching my phone. 
have here? Um, yeah, I think Evernote has it's it's my my favorite one, my number one. Okay, that's very good. So guys, have a look and see if that works for you. We try to be as minimal as possible. You know, like having a hundred apps, it's sometimes it's a waste of time. Yeah. Yes, yes, and you have it all, and don't and don't do anything. <laughs> Information is scattered all over the place. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially, like, for me, it's very interesting because you now have a family since, you know, well, you also, you have have it uh, from a long time ago, but mm -hmm. now if you have a, a kid, um, you uh, might organize different how how you used to do it, you know, to give them yeah. quality of time. Mm -hmm. So how it works with family? or um, uh, Well, it's, it's way harder, you know, because... Because the pandemic, oh, man, our little one, I spent like 80% of the time with him, you know. Adriana is, is, is working on different stuff and I have, I'm, I'm, I'm covering him up, you know. I'm with him all the day. So at night, every time he takes a nap and during the nighttime, I try to, to squeeze the time at the most, you know, the most of our time to, to get things done, you know. That's pretty much it. We, we could be talking about like two and four, maybe six hours of, you know, of peace per day, yeah. Okay. I think the most interesting of that is that they are growing up seeing their parents and in this case seeing you and Adriana working and do this stuff and all of this is also for the family happiness and <laughs> yeah so it's very good because they're gonna you know grow up with this mindset of creating themselves of working and do this stuff so I think it's very inspired because at the end of the day children do what they see and if you they see you you know working and having good time a good balance <laughs> <laughs> well he sees Adriana working all day and he sees me like cooking and doing some half stuff during the day, you know. <laughs> the guys that we're going to have in the future. <laughs> yeah, 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 again, I mean, it's something like, um, again, it's that balance, you know, like a family and business. I mean, I think it was Tony Robbins who was saying like, um, you have to master the, the art of fulfillment and the, the science of success. Something like that, you know, there, there is a balance. There has to be a balance always, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I read someone, but I don't remember at the moment. She said that you have to put everything in the calendar, like your family stuff, your yes. business stuff, because if you have only one life one time, you know, need to coordinate and make the balance on all, all of that. Because otherwise you won't get everything done if you're not having it in there to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you. Uh, I was laughing because a friend just, uh, he missed his anniversary. He has 20 years old. A friend of mine the other day, he missed um, his wife's birthday, you know, he reminded him oh. um, 11 p.m., something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I suggest, okay, it's now time to put it on the calendar. <laughs> Not yeah. to forget anymore. <laughs> um, so what's your superpower to uh, lead remotely and build an efficient work team? Um, again, it's something like putting th putting the most difficult things um, in the back burner, the big questions, trust trust myself and um, being confident that things uh, will be will be right, you know. I mean, I've learned during this year that it's very easy to get caught up with this um, anxiety. I mean, what, what if this goes wrong? 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 And in the end, you know, it's, 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 very, it's very bad, you know, because you, you get stuck. You get stuck. You, get, you can't get things done if you're afraid. Things can go wrong, so the, the take risk. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like um, um, I've I just heard recently that not taking risk is the riskiest thing, you know? It's like um, get things done and be confident. I think my superpower would be like um, a positive attitude, you know, like something like um, um, the universe or whatever, or life is, is, <laughs> is in conspiracy in your favor, you know? Everything is planned to work in your favor, even when things don't go as you expect. Um, it's for a reason and um, it's, it's to make you better yeah but uh, yeah positive outlook for sure yeah okay yeah I'm gonna put this in my my wall now so <laughs> positive <laughs> Uh, I think you read a lot of news. It has to be because you are always in everything. Like you have the, okay, let's try this. Um, this software is the best for this. Oh, the, let's try this. is the best for building community. Let's this. So I wanted to know if you can predict some of our marketing trends that is going to happen in the next uh, upcoming month. Oh, yeah. I think, I think definitely... Um... Google and all these big tech companies, they are the ones who are like, um, dictating the market. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's like, um, even when you try to create new strategies and new tools, most of your clients are already using their tools. You know, they're using Amazon, they are using Google Maps, they're using Google Calendar, or they're using Facebook or Instagram, you know. So the standard, standard, it's, it's their view of things. So it's just to, to, See what, what are they doing? And most importantly, why are they doing it, you know? Um, and uh, can inspire yourself. And then my, my second um, um, thing is like, look back, you know? Um, how did companies succeed before social media, you know? How Disney became the number one entertainment company. Yeah, I would say entertainment company before social media and things like that, you know? It's like how things happen and why it happened that way. Then you came to realize that maybe they don't know what they're doing, you know? At the same time, they're just experimenting and then they are having unintended consequences. So this is something that you have to bring with you, you know? Like um, there is a, the, the right, the key word is digital transformation. Every day, uh, technology, it's moving way, way, way faster than our percep perception of things, you know. That's why they are on top of it because they are pretty much taking full advantage of that uh, digital transformation. That is why we try to, to try, like, different tools every time, different tools and see, see things, um, um, uh, understanding that things will change for sure, Karen. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, right? <laughs> okay. The future is very, uh, now it's very blurry. But yeah, for sure, it's like uh, looking the big guys and catching small trends and um, make, making your way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know that um, I'm following, you know, the stocks and all this stuff. Yeah. And then a few days ago, I heard uh, an expert and he said, go and look what the big ones are doing. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you're going to take your decision because... Yes. No, they have a um a team working on that. They are not only themselves <laughs> saying, "Oh, let's do this." No, it's a team who already made the research to take that decision. So that's a good advice: that go and look what they are doing, and then take your own. Decision. Yeah, try to understand why they why are they doing it, and this is something that could um that you would be interested in doing. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Grant, any recommendation for those who are considering this um, remote path or even initiate a project? Be honest with people, um, as honest as possible with people, you know, be trustworthy and um, understand and trust in people. 
trusting people, you know, trust that they are doing the best, trust they, they will do the best. And um, yeah, pretty much that, you know, communicate yeah, these two things. And the third one, um, take action. As, as, as I said, like a couple of minutes ago, you just go for it, just do it. If things go wrong, I mean, you, you will learn a lot. Yeah, so thank you for that. You're the second person who told us in this podcast that. So that advice is taking a lot of uh, strength. So guys, doing it. <laughs> Just uh, our last question. There any future plans that you might have and you want us to support and to know about it? Um, that's a good question. Well, I mean... Pretty much now. I mean, there's a lot of things happening. So my plan for the moment is, is watch things, you know, how are things happening? They're changing by the minute, you know, countries are changing, the borders are open, the borders, schools are opening, schools are closing, um, new startups are uh, entering the scene. Um, it's a very um, exciting moment, you know, it's, it's, we have no plans. We have to keep working and we're, we're just hoping this thing uh, ends soon so we can try to... Um, I don't know how to explain it, like uh, to adapt to this new reality, because at the moment there, there it's a lot of uncertainty. I'm very happy and grateful to you, Christian, for sharing all your story and have the time for the podcast. Since a million, please tell us your social media account to follow your path and continue learning from you and support your work. Well, thank you very much, Karen, for having me. I mean, it's been a great experience, you know. I've learned a lot from you and um, as well. And uh, well, I mean, social media, I mean, it's my full name, Christian Reda at Twitter, you know, or Christian Reda in Facebook or Christian Reda on LinkedIn. Whatever you might need, just reach reach out. Just send me an email, k.reda at yikos.com. Follow Yikos Weather to help you guys. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Okay. To all of the community, I hope you have enjoyed as much as I did. I would like you to participate through the comments or voice notes that you can leave on our Instagram in my account at Sense of Gravity or at Karen Mavares. Remember, we are here to develop our Sense of Gravity. I'm Karen Mavares, and this was Sense of Gravity Podcast. Stay tuned. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 